and we're, we're live. We're live. We're live. Hey. This is unbelievable. <laughs> I think you work hard just to do this on purpose. I just, I try to, you try to jump in and say, and we're live. And that's obviously my tag. I line. did it one time, one time alone. And then all of a sudden now no I'm point. the bad guy. Well, you know, I, uh, we're just glad to be live. Yeah. And to be alive. That's today. right. So. <laughs> Wow, what a what a you know what this would this has been a very inspirational start to a podcast. Thank you for thank you for bringing us in with and we're alive and we're alive yeah. because of the love God has lavished upon us. There you go. So and I, I just wanted to make to make Mike's head sink down. First uh. off, listen. So today we're glad you're here. Yep. Kind hey, of, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to the home church. Okay, do it. Journey United Methodist Church yeah. in Kannapolis, North Ooh. Carolina, is celebrating eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Congratulations, church. Thank you for the hard work in the community and the hard work in your own lives to be closer to Christ. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on the journey with us. Oh, dear. <laughs> See, we have, this, we have this kind of moment where it's, <sighs> it's kind of momentous, and then you just you, you kick it. You kick it. I, that's kind of like my role, though. Yeah, true. Anyways, today, like, so it's kind of a one-off this week, um, but we wanted to keep the 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 spirit of summer blockbuster going. Absolutely. On. So, um, Mike won't be there Sunday, so everybody just stay home. That's what <laughs> no, people don't do that. No, just, <laughs> don't do that. But you know, it's interesting. This summer blockbuster. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this. Okay. But I think almost like the rising tide and high tide and low tide, you can count on seeing this movie somewhere on the TV every single day of your life. I agree. In fact, I think when USA Network, no, no free pub, but when USA Network decides that they want to they wanna fill about two and a half hours worth of space. This is the go-to for them. This is the go-to. Someone's a super fan. You know what? It's about time for Shawshank. It's been a while. It's a Shawshank. Yay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had not seen, I was telling on myself earlier, and Mike couldn't believe it. I had not seen Shawshank Redemption. Until I didn't realize third. rocks this large still existed for people to climb under and live. <laughs> but apparently, Jay was able to, to find his space under this one, this one rock where Shawshank had never played yeah, before. Not, not till Megan suggested it. I'm like, oh, I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. So, years ago, watched Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> And now it's unfathomable. It is very unfathomable. It's it's uh, I know I've seen such random movies. That's what I'm I, saying. I yeah. mean, this is this is like uh, I've seen it so many times now. You can quote and, it. And it's I can't quote it. I, I can't close. quote it because I hate to say it. A lot of times when I see it come on, it's a quick channel flip. Yeah, and like, then yeah, it's a, then it's a joke to the wife. Hey, there's that Shawshank again. Good thing because I hadn't seen it in all but one day. <laughs> but but I love well, th I do love the themes in it though. Yes, and that's kind of what we're touching on today. There's some really good themes in Shawshank that talks you know talks about no prison, prison, no, no, that's <laughs> murder. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. We're no. talking about we're talking about uh, one of my favorite scenes is where he gets thrown in solitary. Spoiler alert. And he's in there for like weeks and weeks, and they're like, no one's ever been in solitary this long. Right. And he knows he's innocent of the crime. He's like, once again, spoiler alert. Yep. And he gets out, and he's like, hey, guys. And they're like, he's going to snap on someone. Yeah. And they ask him, like, well, what was, how are you able to endure that? Because, you know, they say in solitary, it's just 
dark during the day, dark yeah, yeah. and you don't know what time it is. Yep. It can be very maddening. And he's like, they couldn't get to me up here. That's and right. He points to his temple. That's where joy lives. And right. So that's one of the themes we're talking about today is, is, is freedom and freedom in the spirit yeah, in terms and, of Christianity, and I, I'm, I think I'm, I think what's what's bothering me right now is I don't want to make this sound glib or make it sound kind of, um, what would I say, Hollywoodized, right? But there's there is some truth in there that you know if we have freedom in Christ, really no one can take that from us. You know, it's it's almost like I, I remember I remember having this this one strange revelation. During during this one time where I was I was sharing a message and I realized freedom like hope it can't be taken away from us we can give it away we can relinquish it we can we can but they can't take freedom from us I mean they can we can be put in jail but if they can't get to where our freedom really exists they can't take it from us you know so that to me is is a powerful uh, reminder that the film really kind of conjures up in my mind of what freedom really is because it's obviously not only for people that live outside the walls of a prison. Right. But it also works in the other way, right? We can put ourselves in a prison of our, of our life choices. We can put ourselves in a prison of the things that we've done that are coming back to haunt us. But if we realize where the true freedom comes from, even that prison is not enough to hold us. Yeah, and Mike's going to laugh at me. When I saw that, and Tim Robb is playing this character, Andy, that's thrown in solitary. Andy confinement. Dufresne. Oh. I do yeah. remember the last name. Well played. Well played. It made me think of Paul. Like, you know, he had joy in his heart. Even sure. In the midst of, so, oh. Because he, when you referenced that, it absolutely made me think of Paul right away. Yep. Um, yep. Even, though I'm, even though I'm a prisoner here, I'm still praising the name of Jesus. And, you know, even, even the walls of this prison do, do not uh, discourage that, that feeling that I have for for the freedom that I have in Christ. So, yeah, that's that's a powerful, powerful message. And, you know, coming on the heels of July 4th. Yes. Uh, which which is, the, you know, again, uh, the eighth anniversary of Journey United Methodist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina, 28083. <laughs> well, and, you know, July 4th, or as I like to call it, Bad Decision Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 More accidents happen on July 4th. I can imagine. And, and a lot of them begin with, Hey kids, let's watch this thing go off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, growing up in Florida, we <laughs> we really were envious of all kids in other states where fireworks were legal. Connecticut, same thing. We had these terrible fireworks, and we were led to believe that they were cool, which were the stupid snakes and they're oh, ashy yeah. snakes. Yep, 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 yep. What about jumping jacks? Did you uh, have those? Oh no. Oh yeah, the poppers. No, 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 no. Jumping jack, it would it would spin around and hop around and go. And it changed color. We did have those. Yeah. Those weren't as bad. That's not as bad. We just wanted some type of fireworks that we could be afraid did you, of. Did you have the little tank that fired these yes. little? <laughs> those were illegal. You couldn't have those in Florida. No, you couldn't have them in Connecticut. And you know what? You couldn't drive anywhere close to get anything uh, either. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what we did. So, you know, a lot of people know I was a youth group kid. So I grew up in youth group. And we would go every year to Asheville, which was kind of like, what made me fall in love with? But the tell them where you're going to Asheville from. Where was your where was oh, your Claremont, original location? Florida. So yeah, central. So Florida. this is this is not coming from somewhere in North Carolina, going somewhere in North Carolina. No. You are you are taking a long trip. We're coming get. from Florida, and we went to Asheville to work on houses. What I was telling Mike now, years later, they're just being bulldozed for multi million dollar homes because Asheville's there's not like a 
like it used to be. Even though I'm not saying Asheville doesn't have um, some lower income neighborhoods because they still do that need help. No, but, but it's anyways. just it, it's changing. It's a changing. It's place. a changing and emerging place. But anyways, we long story short, we drive up on the way back. We would everybody. I'm like everybody would like fake that they had to go to the bathroom like right at the South Carolina border, <laughs> and it happened to be. And everybody knew what was going on. Like we, I think Area 51 has a place. <laughs> yeah, right at Carowinds, right there. Yeah. So there was like this huge fireworks thing, like right off the gas station. You just ran out the back, and we would just load up on oh, illegal dear. fireworks. Oh dear. And so what I guess just, there was grace there. For so my what we've director. just done is actually we've actually encouraged people to one fake out their youth leaders and two mm-hmm. buy illegal fireworks. Yes. Though they, technically not illegal where you're buying them. They would. Yes. And so we did, we took them someplace. So where you're just pulling more state lines, which I'm sure has just, some federal. I'm sure. And a church bus, nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. an unmarked church oh, I bus. Love it. I love it. Nice. <laughs> so I think we have, I think we have a Rico case so developing right like now. M eighties. We would get bottle rockets. Ah, Yes. Anything that we could probably lose a finger on, we would take back oh, yeah. to Florida. Oh, yeah. And that's why Florida, every time in, in July, it's super dry. That's why you can't have fireworks. That's the True. Whole, whole thing, pretty True. much. That's a, good, that's a good idea not to do that. So we would take these illegal fireworks back from youth trips and then have a grand old time in July. It's great. So if you're going to tell your old story, I'm okay. going to tell my old tell story. Yours. Growing up in Newington, Connecticut, which okay. is just outside of Hartford, about the center of the state, we did not have four, we had Fourth of July for a while, but then because everybody would go somewhere else other than Newington, they developed their own thing called Life Be In It. Now, Life Be In It was a full day affair where they had you know arts and crafts, they had bands come and play, and then at night they would have fireworks. Well, they had fireworks at this very small pond, and they would shoot them right over the pond. So it was not uncommon for hot ash to come land. Just rain down. Oh, yeah, land right on, your, right on, the, on the blanket you're laying on, and I set one of our blankets on fire. Wow. We had a lot of people get, like, huge chunks of firework in their eyes because, you know, you're, you're watching these things. I mean, they're, like, right, right over your head, and then you see the burning stuff come flying down. But you know, I guess it. I guess it just got so comical to think about it. You know, we just, yeah, you just put up with it. You know, because you're closer than, really, is safe to all these huge fireworks. And I mean, these explosions are shaking your insides because they're right there. But I, I just remember, I remember so many times we'd we'd be screaming about the fireworks, then we'd be screaming about something that caught fire because the pieces would be, you know, a misfire would shoot it like right out where we were. It's still pretty cool. Thank you for letting me go down the memory lane like that. No, I like that. I like that. You know what's crazy, too? It's my, my grandpa. I remember being like five years old, and he would just have all these firecrackers, and he'd be like, let's go set some off in the garage. In the garage? Yeah. Great my ideas. Grandpa, my grandpa would take – I remember this. We, he, uh, the house that my mom grew up in, Sharpsville, Pennsylvania, right? He would take me in the garage, and he'd put like – they were the small – firecrackers and he would put a tin paint can on top like these little paint cans <laughs> and it was bang, and the whole thing would jump up <laughs> nice and my nana would get so mad at him because all right let's do it again Jake. it's just middle of the day it yep. was probably for february we just yep. want to go set off some firecrackers so that was awesome nice so i think the excitement that fireworks entail we can kind of parallel that. Oh, see now, folks, with, if you are scoring at home, this is going to be one of this is going to be a quantum leap of a, <laughs> of a parallel. Better hang on 
I'm, I'm not even going to set it up anymore because I, I guarantee you, you're going to have to ask yourself, how can he even think that these two are related? But I'm, I'm going to go for it. So it, okay. I'm going to draw the conclusion here. The excitement that we feel, fireworks, is something out of the ordinary. And I think the freedom that we experience in the spirit is something extraordinary. I think oh, Galatians dear. speaks to it. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm and then do not let yourself be burdened again with the yoke of slavery. Now, I'm going somewhere with this because I'm going to the emergency room. I've just plucked <laughs> one of my eyes out. I, I mean, it's out on the it's you can hear it hear it land on the table. That was my eye. Go ahead. Because I felt like when I had illegal fireworks in Florida that I had something else that other people didn't have. And I wanted to give that away to others. Just like. I would want to share something exciting of what God's done in my life and set me free from the yoke of sin <laughs> to life abundant. Illegal fireworks. To life okay. abundant. Tell me that doesn't work. That works because it works. And There's not a lot of stick on that tape, though, when you think about the fact that you're trying to put something illegal into something. But, Mike, Christianity is illegal in some nations. So we, we recently you. found out that somebody across the pond has listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. However, it is completely legal where they listen to us to be a Christian. So Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You don't know. Oh, yeah. They, they might live in a really, a really difficult section of London, England, where, that, <laughs> where it was listened to. Oh, my goodness. We have analytics. That I can yeah, check where we're know. where we're at. So, uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and reel this this thing back in a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna I, try and I'm gonna try and pull pull the ship back on course. You, you know, it's hard to follow an alley oop slam dunk oh. when you're the other team. Now the now the one eye I have left has started twitching. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll help reel you back in. Mike, what is another theme in the Shawshank Redemption that that you would say is applicable to our faith and to what we're talking about today? Perseverance, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, at every, at every turn in that movie, something had come up to try and knock anyone down, you know, be it the loss of one of his good friends, uh, the solitary confinement. Yeah. What, whatever, whatever it would be would be something that would rob rob hope from them rob any kind of uh, promise from them but yet they continue they hang in they continue they continue the warden's doing everything he can the guards doing everything they can to discourage to to well even end lives in this case in one of the guys and uh you know how do you how does someone in the world today with as much difficulty and and tragedy and Physical problems, uh, you know, mental mental issues that come up. How does someone persevere against that? And you know, one of the first things that I think of is you just have to have you have to have an anchor. Mm. Your your heart has to be anchored somewhere. It has to be anchored in something bigger than you are. It has to be anchored in something that is un either. Let's see. If if we're anchoring it, then it's un, immovable. It's an Im- immovable object that you're anchored to. And if you're anchored to something that's immovable, that means that as long as your anchor holds, you go nowhere. And, and I think that's, that's where we're, you know, each of us has this hope in Jesus Christ or has this, 
this faith in Jesus Christ, and that's what we anchor to. And we know that everything that he endured is, number one, a lot like what we endure. But number two, he overcame. Yes. And, and calls us to do the same thing, calls us to hang on and to, to, to hope and to wait on. And, and all, these, all these texts, like, like Isaiah, where it says, wait on the Lord, and, and all these other places where it's, it's, it's something that's to come is the only thing sometimes that we have. That's the only thing we can anchor to because everything else in our life is, is, not, is not holding. And, you know, I, th- I think of people here at church, and, you know, I know some that have, that have buried, uh, buried family members, three family members in a, in a two-year period. Mm-hmm. And, and I think to myself, that is, that is more than any one person should try to endure or should have to endure and yet at the same time, you go up to that person and they're anchored in Christ. And as, as bad and as sad and as awful and as, as just uh, heart-wrenching as it was, their hope in Christ is holding them steady. You know, yeah. I'm going to see them again, Mike. It, I, I've got to keep going, Mike. I, I, know it, I know it's been so hard, but I still have to keep going, you know. I can, I can, you know. Again, we we love the we love the the imagery of, of being in a in a prison, and we, you know, we know from a from a, a law standpoint, when you do something wrong, the consequences are prison. And sometimes, you're not guilty of what you're in prison for. And you know, you could say the, you could you could pull texts about that, but just simply put, whether the whether the prison that you're in is your circumstances that are out of your control are the consequences of the choices you made if you are anchored in Christ no matter what no matter what that 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 prison looks like your hope is better your hope is bigger your hope is not going anywhere and and I think for me that that also you know if, if you've got you get freedom from that because even though you are captive you are free mm-hmm. you have hope from that because even though your surroundings are hopeless and your circumstances are hopeless you have hope in Christ who has overcome the world, right? Right. So, I mean, you know, what do you think? Well, I, I definitely think of Joseph Vance for the movie, too. I think of the scene where he's he's hidden a little rock hammer in a Bible. Yeah. And that always stood out to me that because he's using this little hammer, just a little bit of day, just, just to put these little rocks in the yard that he's busted out of this wall. Yep. Um, and I always thought... The truth, he because in the movie he's 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 innocent, so I always think that that's kind of the key that we're provided these scriptures of how to hold on to hope and hold on to perseverance even when life really throws us some curves. Yep. Um, I, I I often say that like I don't think that's something we experience when we're younger. I think when you're a teenager and and when you're even younger, you think that well I'm gonna set my life. You don't. Right. Realize that life can actually throw you curveballs and come against you. And well, you might I'm gonna I'm gonna notch that up a little bit because okay. I know there are places where teenagers and, and young people do experience things that are you know they you know uh, countries where they where they you know if you don't believe the way they believe that they execute you and things like that. Yes. And I think to myself, you know, I have to I have to say, you know, thank you, Lord, that my circumstance, your circumstances, were nothing like that. Yeah. And by the time something something could happen remotely close to what we're talking about, we we had some maturity to be able to get some perspective. 
you know, my heart goes out to those, those children in, in other countries and those children in, in probably even in this country that have, that have seen the, the likes of, uh, of tragedy, the likes of, of just violence and all this other stuff that we'll never see or that we did not see when we were their age and could yeah. not process it and they cannot process it. You know, my hope and my prayers go out to those, those children because that, that to me is, is probably one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest things that that you know we we don't have great answers for you know kids that are born into places where there's violence kids that are born into places where yeah you know you had a mom and dad in your life I had a mom and dad in my life but how do we you know and and I had mentioned this a couple of weeks ago you know I mean there's there's a there's a huge population of people that have that are from broken families there's a huge population of people that have that have no contact with one of their one of their parents mm-hmm. and that you know that that is so hard but that that is why we are in community together so that we can come together and and help those that are that are lacking that influence you know uh, one of the our administrator Deborah she doesn't want to get mentioned but she can get mentioned anyway Ooh, was talking, name drop yep she was talking about a, a mentoring program at the church where she goes and there's real power to that you know, there's real power to that because how, do, how does someone how does someone put their anchor in something if they never know that that something is there? Mm-hmm. And you know what they they couldn't take from Andy and what they couldn't take from Ellis. Well, I, I don't think it was Jesus, but you know we could we could substitute whatever the you know whatever that was for them. Zewatineo was where he wanted to go so so desperately. You know, right? Wow, you remember that? You I really rem- know this movie. Yeah, I do. But but the the <laughs> point being. If we are there to help them find something to anchor, you know, and, and maybe maybe that's where our listeners, uh, maybe this is maybe this is speaking to you right now that you know of somebody in your life that that doesn't have their anchor in something. They don't have the freedom of knowing no matter what happens to me that I'm anchored in this faith in Jesus Christ, and it can it can ruin a day for me, it can ruin a month for me. Heck, it might even take my life, but it can't take my eternity, right? And and how desperate how desperate we need to be to to give people that place to anchor themselves, you know, because if they try and anchor themselves in money, if they try and anchor themselves in possessions, they try and anchor themselves in drugs, in whatever it might be, they're gonna find that that anchor comes up, yeah, and and they end up in a worse place than where they started. But if they anchor their lives in Jesus Christ, then the freedom comes, you know, because if the sun has set you free, you are free indeed. You know, I mean, I, you know, we could we could quote freedom text for a oh, long, yeah. a long, long, long time yeah. because that's what Christ came to bring. And, you know, we would we would do ourselves a disservice and we would do our listeners a disservice and we would do the gospel a disservice if we did not make mention that indeed the, the rock that we are anchored on is Jesus Christ. And he's the one that that. Uh, gives us hope that can't be taken from us, gives us freedom that can't be taken from us, even if we're in prison. Which, you know, just to kind of segue into, uh, you know, another subject within that, you know, sometimes when people come to Christ in prison, it's far more real, right? It, it is, you know, because there, there, is, there is nothing of the trappings of this world that can distract or, or discourage them from what they're receiving from Jesus in that moment. And, you know, maybe we could learn something from that ourselves, that, that maybe we've put too much stuff around our lives that we can't see the anchor 
the place to anchor has always been there, has wanted to be there, and has, has made so many different uh, uh, pleas to us through our lives to anchor ourselves to him. I played a, um, played a prison one time. I went and played for some inmates. And that was, number one, let's be real, scary. Because I have to, like, yeah. then you have to be searched, you have to turn in your keys. Yep. All this stuff, you got to go through the same locked doors and everything. Um, those were some of the most on fire people, connected to God people. Um, You're right. It, it, it was amazing to me. Um, you know, so there's something to be said for stripping things away so you can really see what counts in life. Yep. And for them, I think, you know, prison really forced that. It's the, it's the yeah, ultimate you, taking yeah, knee. You, you re- yeah, you, <laughs> you, really, you really can't avoid the, the lack of when it comes to prison. Sure. But I wanted to touch on what you said before. Like maybe our challenge for this week is what's your prison? Sure. What's the thing and, that you and need freedom from? What, well, what? I mean, that's, that's, one, that's one angle of it. But don't forget, because if, because if you focus on that, then what is, what is your, your, your ultimate goal then is to get out of that prison? But that may not be God's will for right. you. Right. Well, or maybe in the midst of what you're going through, finding that peace. That sure. Finding the finding ultimate. the finding the freedom that you actually have, even though it feels like the walls are closing in around you. Finding the hope that you have, even though it feels like there's no hope being dealt your way. Yeah. But if you if you hope in Christ, then your hope is secure for all eternity. When a lot of times when the Bible talks about joy, it's in the midst of situation sure it's not yeah. just out now and i'm just happy happiness and joy are not the same thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah. agreed um, so well hey have a great holiday week yeah and hey be the, careful out there if you're gonna if you're gonna light an m80 <laughs> don't hold it run, in your hand run from it if you're gonna put a gi joe on, on a bottle, bottle rocket, rocket and launch it in the air give that man a parachute give him a parachute Give him something. Our country. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for our service, G.I. Joe. Church. All seriousness. Yeah.